0: hey what's up welcome to the vineyard collective podcast my name is samuel warden i am one of the hosts the vineyard collective podcast has been created to have everyday conversations with people it's a chance where we get to slow down have conversations about creativity healing prophetic whatever it is you name it we'll talk about it so come join us we love you guys we'll see you on the podcast Well, thank you guys for joining the podcast today. We've got Daniel Goulet. What's up, bro? How are you? Yo, how it go? (laughs) How it go? Excited to be here. Yeah, man. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but Daniel was the first one on the podcast. We co-hosted a lot together at the beginning. Yes, that's right. You now have kicked off and launched an MLMP podcast, which is phenomenal. Tell us a little bit about that before we jump into this one.
1: Yeah, MLMP was really the heart, like uh, very much similar to the heart of the conference, really um, have, you know, you often hear these speakers mm-hmm. and they, they tell a little bit about their life, but right. um, it's like a snapshot, you know, yeah, a snapshot and, and you get to hear some stories, but sometimes you don't hear how they got called right. and kind of, you know, after the fact, like what's yeah. going on in their life and how is God continually, you know, right. moving in their journey. So yeah. it's really just a podcast to kind of help people uh, continue the journey and yeah. still press into stuff. Yeah. Um, that they learned at a conference, but even just like, you know, how to be a naturally supernatural right. disciple. So yeah. it's kind of based around that. And I don't know, it's been really cool to hear uh, just yeah. some, or, I, I love origin Who stories. Who we had on so
0: far? Who have we had on so far?
1: We've had uh, Leif Fetland, yep. and uh, just recently Brian Blount. Okay. Um So they were at some previous conferences yeah. and we launched it. We were only in our third episode. Yeah. Uh, the first one was with Happ and Die because...
0: It's Happ and Die. <laughs> it's Happ and Die,
1: founding <laughs> pastors, right. you know, they've been going after the spirit for like 40 plus years. Yeah. So it's really cool.
0: Yeah. I love that. Like you're going after the, the everyday with these kind of people. Cause I think when you come to conferences, like it's easy to be like, Oh, these are like the dopest speakers. You're mm-hmm. the coolest people. And it's like, well, let me tell you about their real life that this is purely just God highlighting their day to day. Yeah. Because I think it's like, Oh, we see the fruit and we're like, that's amazing. Right. And it's like, well, let me show you the root. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. It almost feels unattainable, yeah. but really, you know, Especially talking to Brian, he's oh. just like this everyday ordinary guy, but he sees healings like he he just presses in like people on AT and T customer service, like yeah. getting healed over the phone or going through the drive through, yeah. and it kind of just goes, okay, this is like everyday life, right? You know, we have that same spirit. Yeah, we can do the same yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it lots of inspiration. Yeah, I
0: love it, dude. You're a a champion for the supernatural. I love people like that because that's how I am. I'm like, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the supernatural. Like, I need it. So Daniel, why don't you tell, not everyone might know you listening to this. This is for technically our church, but I know other churches listen to it, other people listen to it, but tell a little bit about yourself, and then we're going to get into today's topic, which is sonship. We both love this, both on the journey, but yeah, so tell us a little about you, man.
1: Little about me, man. Or We're, all of it. I mean,
0: all of it. <laughs> Buckle up, it's a three-hour podcast. <laughs> <laughs> when I was
1: five. <laughs> it started in a cold winter morning. <laughs> um, well, I've been a pastor here for 15 plus years, which has just been a wild ride. I've been the worship pastor, weekend experience pastor, communications, cre- creative. Uh, been really cool, really powerful things with the Holy Spirit. And, you know, I actually met my wife here right outside this room actually and now we're raising four amazing kids uh to know the holy spirit that that god is real that he can change the world through their life i didn't always follow jesus um kind of grew up kind of catholic okay so maybe easter christmas uh many times not even that yeah and so i was pretty um i don't know like, when I went to church those times, it was like, this is boring, irrelevant. Yeah. Is God real? Like, right. I don't really know. And so um, kind of in, you know, through teen years and even into college, like, it, it was kind of like, I don't know if I ever didn't believe in God, but it right. it was like, he's distant, mm-hmm. not involved, and I don't even know if this is real. Yeah. Um, so then in, in college, I found, you know, myself in... Uh, yeah, this is a very long story short, no, but anyway. I I'm mean, lo- you can tell,
0: this is you, man. This is <laughs> your podcast. You go for <laughs> yeah, it, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you start where you feel Holy Spirit's saying to start.
1: Yeah, I kind of, you know, sometimes this journey is good. Like I, you know, growing up, mm-hmm. um, alcoholic father, mm. um, you know, kind of emotional, some, some physical abuse, yeah. um, really strained. Really strange childhood. You know, yeah. I, I, you know, when you're in it, you don't realize mm-hmm. how it's like, but, you know, w- when you look back in your life, you're like, okay, oh, so, okay. There's there some, where the problem was. There were some problems. <laughs> yeah. There were some um, issues. And, uh, you know, I, I had abuse from mm. a neighbor, uh, older kid when I was a, a, a little kid. And so wow. these kind of things, you know, really kind of formed. Yeah. And so formed in me. So by the time I got to... Like college, yeah. and you have all this freedom. Right, I kind of just went crazy. Yeah, um, parties and doing yeah. drugs and just things like that. So pretty, pretty far away from God. Yeah, um, anything God. And uh, but I was empty. I was, mm. you know, just searching and searching. Yeah. And um, you know, this is a, a part of my story. Struggled with my sexuality, yeah. and so. All of these things kind mm-hmm. of brought me to this place where I had an opportunity to move to Germany. I know wow. it seems like random, yeah. but my friends were missionaries, but they okay. were also um, running this musical theater program in Germany, yeah. and they said, hey, come help us out.
0: And you went to college for musical theater, right? I went to college, per-
1: yeah, for voice performance voice. Okay. or yeah, yeah. whatever.
0: Yeah. So Yeah. Which dude can sing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thanks. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I got training that I was like yeah. the first one in, in my whole family to go to college. Wow. Um, so uh, from the outside, my life looked like, wow, he's great opportunity. Doing stuff. Yeah. He's, you know, but inside I was kind of l- a lot of pain. I, wow. I started, you know, because of these things in the childhood, they kind of catch up with you. And then, you know, you're trying to numb yourself yeah. with like drinking and drugs yeah. and sex and things like wow. that. So um, it, it kind of I, I kind of like when I moved to Germany, it was kind of like a breaking point, you yeah. know, where I actually just had, you know, mega suicidal thoughts wow. and just, I just wanted to end. I didn't, I didn't want to, you know, especially with the sexuality stuff, like, am I, am I going to go into that lifestyle? And I, I just wanted to kill myself. I mean, wow. it, I mean, yeah. there was some pretty dark moments. Yeah. Uh, I'll just say that. Yeah. Um, So my friends invited me to this little mm. German church. Yeah. And that's where they were missionaries. And, um, you know, the the guy who began to speak, he, he was like, mm. I don't know. I just started to understand. Like when I was in the, you know, when I was in churches before when I was growing up, I didn't really understand. Yeah. You know, what is he talking about? This is boring, I, irrelevant. Well, this guy, I understood. And it was actually in English. They translated it into German. So I understood. But yeah. then worship happened. Yeah. And all of a sudden... Um, I don't know, peace mm. just fell on me. Like, in it, I, you know, I know you've experienced this. I didn't know what this was, but yeah. all of those like anxiety mm. thoughts that, you know, I can that stuff is. the Lord in, on this right now. It, it just was gone. And mm. I was like, what is this? And I asked my friends, I'm like, what is that? Yeah. And they're like, well, oh, that's the Holy Spirit. Mm. I'm like, what? Yeah. You know, so I went through these, this, you know, that was kind of the starting point. I went through these series of, encounters with God, I call them yeah. power encounters now. I didn't yeah, know yeah. what they were then, yeah, yeah. but you know, I had a really bad addiction to pornography. Wow. Again, trying to fill this void, void yeah. fill this void. Well, what
0: I think is huge though, Daniel, is what yeah. you said is like, you've done all these things, but you still felt empty. Still felt and empty. And I think that's the reality that like, we just might have to admit sometimes. It's like, what you're doing is not working. Something else has to. Yeah. So like, I, I just love that you keep saying like, I was empty. Yeah. I was doing all these things, I was empty. Yeah. But anyway, keep going, bro. I'm I'm captivated.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean it it's crazy. It's like we all try to fill ourselves with these these things. So yeah. one of these was pornography yeah. for me. And you know, I'm sitting down on my computer and I'm by myself and yeah. um
0: and Thanks, Tanya. Tanya just brought us waters. Oh, wonderful. She's the best. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Thank you. Dude, we're literally recording in our fireplace mm. mm-hmm. and Tanya just brought us waters because we're on a podcast, so. Mm. That's good water. Wow, that's really cold. That's very cold. It, it's hit. kind of refreshing. Yeah. At your computer.
1: Okay, at my computer, and I'm about to look at pornography, and I, I just hear this voice. Now, I didn't know what that voice was. It was kind of thoughts in my head, Yeah. but you know where this road leads. Yeah. You know it leads to shame, emptiness. Yeah. You know it's not going to fulfill yeah. you. Um, so I'm just hearing this in my head, and he goes, if you get up right now, mm. I'm going to give you the power to never do this again. I'm going to give you the power to do it. Come on. And I knew, even though I didn't know, I knew it was God. Yeah. And so I got up and I left and I walked out in freedom from addiction ever since. How long ago was that? That was 17 years ago. Wow. Yeah. Come on, bro. Yeah. So I think that was probably the major one that was like, oh my gosh, God is real.
0: He must be real. You know,
1: and (laughs) I I didn't, I, I think I had a raise my hand moment. Yeah you know, where someone says, give your life to Jesus. Right, I, I think right. I had that, but that wasn't really the moment. It was like more moments like this. Yeah. I was really a, in a, on a journey. It yeah. was, it was not one. It was kind of several moments like that. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden I found myself following Jesus. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, and so that kind of led me back. Um, so anyway, God's real. I'm um, his peace Yeah, in, in worship. He's alive what is going on. I started to have a hunger for his, his, you know, my friends the whole time. Okay. This is all happening. I'm sharing. I'm like, Oh my gosh. (laughs) I keep sharing with them. Like, um, I have these thoughts and you know, now I know that they're Holy Spirit. I'm like, you're like, they're like, you know, that's a scripture, right? Word for word. And I'd be like, what? And then they'd read it to me and I'd be like, so God was like speaking scripture to my mind and I'm sharing it, and then they're showing me where it is. Wow. So eventually I was because I kept saying, they're like, read the Bible. I'm like, no, no I'm I don't want anything to do. No, I don't want But then all of a sudden I just wanted to read. And wow. then I just started devouring the Gospels and, wow. you know, all the New Testament. Then finally I got to the old, but, you yeah. know.
0: Right. Start with the new. <laughs> Start with the new. It helps the old.
1: But I, I felt like the Lord said, go back and finish what you started. Wow. So I had started my grad degree here at U of okay. I, and he's like, go back and finish it. So I came back here, but I knew I needed a community. Yeah. Um, so I, I tried out one church and it really wasn't a fit. And yeah. then I saw a, a, like on Green Street, it was in a restaurant. I saw young adult service at the vineyard. Okay. You know, Yeah. so I, I, I invited some friends. I said, let's go check out this church. Yeah. And uh, that was kind of it. The Holy Spirit fell powerfully. I wow. was like, what is happening? Mm. And there was a moment like and this is in Kingdom Kids now, but yeah. there's old our old auditorium, smaller one. Right. And I'm sitting there, and I think happy or Ben, Happy Layman, yeah. Ben Hare, they 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 started this church. Um I'm sitting there and I felt like I was being surrounded. Man. Like like hugged. Like wow. I kept going, I'm like sitting here and I, I keep looking at my hands mm-hmm. and I'm watching and then I'm like, Is there someone <laughs> on is something on me? me. Like hugged. It was kinda like the Lord saying, you're home, mm. you know? So it was, you know, I'm skipping a lot of details, yeah. but, uh, you know, I just, I was like, okay. And I just dove in. I started wow. taking classes and, you know, learning to minister like Jesus, all yeah. all these kind of things. And, you know, my, my friends thought, you know, I told my friends when I left Germany, yeah. I said, I'll be back. And they're like, you're not coming back. <laughs> you and I'm won't like, back. oh, I'm coming back, you yeah. know? No, no, like where, where you're going, like it's like they yeah. were prophesying over me, but right. I don't even know if they knew if they, what knew they what it, call yeah, yeah. yeah if they, they call it that. Doing. Um, but I I did the internship here and then mm. had an opportunity, so I, I've kind of I don't know, I just kind of dove in, yeah. uh, and then after my internship, they they kind of made a job for me. I was yeah. like the IT person, <laughs> the webmaster. I, that's what that was <laughs> really? my first, my my first job here was IT director. Okay webmaster, and worship director oh, for my. the young adults. Oh, my. So they just kind of put it all together and said, here's a job. There <laughs> you go, Daniel. <laughs> but then, like, the, a year later, yeah. there was an opportunity to be the young adult pastor. Right. and um, I don't know. I, I don't know how much to go into that, but yeah. I feel like I've been here a long time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I think one of the things that people don't know about you, Daniel, is you're one of the guys that you, when you say yes, it's because you know the house will win. I think sometimes it's easy to say yes when you know you win, but I've been here for about going on four years and you've said yes to things that I'm like, he's saying yes again. Like, and I think that's, that speaks volumes of sonship is when you think, oh, my yes is saying so the house can win. And that's why you said, I've done a lot of jobs, but it's always been a yes. Like, do you need this? Yes, I'll do it. Do you need this? Yes, I'll do it. And something's coming up. I don't know in this podcasting air, so I don't want to let anything out. But something that I truly believe is your anointing versus your calling. Mm. I believe you're anointed for what you're doing next. Your calling will always be to lead worship, in my opinion, because yeah. you you take people into the throne room. So, sonship. So mm. you've done all that. Childhood was rough. Addictions were set free. I think sonship. I don't know if there's a lot of books even written about this. Mm. But I think it's critical, sonship, daughtership, whatever you want to call it, for every believer, not for pastors in a church or leaders in a church, but for everybody to really understand. I think what happens is we become Christians and then we think that's it. Okay, I'll read my Bible, I'll pray, I'll go go to church. There it is. But there's more to sonship. It's a lifestyle. It's who you become. So Daniel, what does sonship mean to you? Um, And what does that start looking like? So just start off the first one, sonship, what does that look like to you?
1: Well, uh, you know it. Or what so, is it not? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a journey. Yeah. Um. But I would say maybe the basic definition is when your heart you can fully embrace the Father's love. Mm. Like when your heart is totally open to God as the Father. Mm. Like, and it's not an authoritative Father, but yeah. a loving Father. Like, um. I think Paul says it, Abba, Father, yeah. which really means daddy. Gun, it's yeah. it's a sit on your lap. And I, I will say it's my journey has been interesting because I feel like you know when I started getting hungry for the Word, I yeah. dove into the Gospels, which yeah. is all about Jesus, and right. I felt like I just connected with Jesus. Yeah. Like wow, I, I relate to him. I I can you know, and I know if you've seen him, you have seen the Father. Right. I mean that's a scripture, right. but. I don't know. I just connected with Jesus in, in such a like yeah. a profound way, and I was having these power encounters. But it was like when I got at the vineyard, yeah, that's when Holy Spirit came in, right? And then all of a sudden, I'm I'm learning. Oh my. Like, oh my gosh, I can hear wow. from God, I can hear his yeah. voice. Like when I first gave my first word of knowledge and learning, yeah. we call it learning to minister like right. Jesus. I, yeah. It's such an old school way to say it, but <laughs> it's like learning about healing and yeah. that you can, God speaks to you to help others yeah. drink, get freedom in their life. And when I, I, I sh- it was like a word like um, willow. I see this willow tree yeah. and it's, you know, the, the way, you know, the, you know, wind and waves are just bashing it, but that willow tree won't, won't, won't move. And this woman starts weeping, like wow. literally weeping. And I'm just like, uh, w- whoa, what's happening? <laughs> right. And she's like, I willow trees are my favorite thing. And what's powerful about them is the roots go so deep that no wow. wind or waves can, you know. And so she told me all about these willow trees. Wow. I, I, would just thought I just see that you're a willow tree. <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> but just like real, uh, it was like uh, an awakening. Like yeah. there's this whole realm. Mm-hmm. That has, you know, invaded Earth that we yeah. have access to that I had no idea. Like, yeah. and that God heals and breaks through right. and all that. So, I, I think
0: don't. that's huge. You said it's a whole realm that we have access to. Like, what I imagine is when we say yes to Jesus, we become sons and daughters. Now there's a whole other kingdom that we don't know how to function in, but we slowly learn how to do that. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, yep. Because, like, I look at you and I'm like, man, he's got years of faithfulness with the lord and there's probably stuff that you're seeing that i'm not seeing yet but it doesn't mean i won't see it yeah it's just like oh daniel knows this side of the kingdom i need to go like hey, daniel show me around and i think what happens is like we say yes and we don't realize that everything that is jesus is is ours and yeah. it's massive so good it's not just this little simple like i'm gonna read my bible what you should i'm yeah. not gonna what you should pray yeah. but it's like there's this whole realm to explore and when you like you said, when you recognize him as a father, right, we see the prodigal son story. Yeah, for sure. He tells the older brother, yeah. well, everything that's mine is yeah, yours. I was just thinking that. And it's like, the older brother had no clue. He right. didn't even think about, like, yeah. oh, snap, like I could, I can explore the kingdom, my dad's kingdom. Yeah. So, what are some things, Dan, that you feel like can maybe hinder people from wanting to explore the kingdom? Is it because it's so vast? Or is it because they may not just know? Like, what are some things that you feel could be like, Growing as a son or a daughter, like it could stop someone from wanting to explore this kingdom we're talking about.
1: Well, I think if you talk about like sonship or hindrances you to sonship, like Mm. for me, you know, it was Jesus then exploring the Holy Spirit. Right. But the father, I think because of my earthly father, like, unfortunately, the things that happen on earth, the way you grew up um, sometimes it's good, and you have yeah. a very loving father. Sometimes, right. like me, yeah. you don't get that earthly representative, and right. um, it, it's like all of these blocks, like what was modeled to you. Yeah. Um, it's like you can't get past. I, I would say that's like a huge yeah. barrier for most people. It's like the way I'm treated yeah. is the way the father treats me. Man. Even if, even if you didn't have, right. uh, you know, a father, maybe you you're adopted or whatever. Right um the way people have treated you yeah. you easily equate to the father yeah. and so it's kind of learning like i i had to learn mm-hmm. like to let the father yeah. god the father father me yeah i had to learn and so so when you mention sonship it, it's like you you have to you have to realize that the opposite spirit yeah. is really working hard right. the orphan spirit yeah. really working hard to keep you from the father's love. Yeah. Cuz I, you know, I had to work through competition. Right. Like, oh, this person has favor on their right. life. Um, don't I'm I, jealous. Yeah, yeah, Why don't I get those opportunities? Yeah. Um, and this happens. I mean, there's people 40s, 50s yeah. still in the workplace, still feeling competitive, yeah. still feeling you know, maybe you're listening right now, and, and that's and, how you feel. And yeah. you feel that that person next to you that mm-hmm. got the promotion, or or it's like, why does the boss love them more? Right. That is the orphan spirit, and yeah. the orphan spirit will constantly come at you with yeah. all realms of your life yeah. because that's the, it's yeah. the enemy. Yeah. It's the devil. Yeah. It, he is the ultimate orphan, and yeah. he wants you to be like him.
0: Yeah, and I feel like you like know what you're hitting at right now, Dan, is huge because like. The orphan spirit its goal is to drive you away from the father not just limit interaction yeah to drive you farther and farther away because closeness creates clarity distance creates distortion like that's his whole goal is if i can get you farther away yeah that so what i was hearing you say was our earthly fathers our earthly father experience can sometimes be our heavenly father's filter that we have yeah and so it's like the farther away he can get us it's like oh that experience now starts leaking back up of like oh this is my this is the filter of the father I think one of the biggest things that I see, and I would love your your thought process, is I would probably say people my age, I don't know, I don't, you know, twenty eight, probably from twenty to twenty eight, somewhere around there, really struggle with feeling behind.
1: Hmm.
0: You're you're nodding because you're like, oh yeah, I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. whether it's in the church, whether it's in business, like there's this weird thing of like I'm behind. This is something that I've had to process probably for the last three four years. I was like, oh, I'm behind. I'm, and then I and then like, I think it was Mike was like. On whose time scale? Right. And I at least sat there, I was like, mine? <laughs> like, yeah. Like it was right. nobody else's, no one put anything on me. So when it becomes a son, I think that comparison of other sons, you start going like, oh, I'm behind. Mm-hmm. Why does that kind of happen? How can we combat that? Talk to me, Daniel.
1: I mean, it, it all stems from what you're receiving from the father and what mm. you, it, it's not just, it, it's not that like he's not always pouring it out, but are you believing mm. what you're receiving? Yeah. Like, are you putting faith in what he says is true, what he says is the reality? And I I think it's, you know, grass is greener. Yeah. Why can't I, you know, that part, like we see some of the fruit and we go, why can't I have that? But we don't actually see a lot of the person's life. You know, so that comparison trap is is just huge. Um, Comparison, competition. And um, I would just say, unfortunately, and I think this happens in every generation, yeah. you know, you, you have to mature through yeah. some of the pain. Yeah, Like you, you have to actually hit some disappointment yeah. before you, you know, it's what you do with the disappointment. Right. It's not, you're going to get disappointment. Yeah. You're, you're going to get discouraged. You're yeah. not going to be successful at everything that you do, right? right? right. Uh, you're going to miss it sometimes. Mm-hmm. If you're doing, trying to do things in the spirit, you're gonna miss those things. Yeah. What do you do with the misses? Yeah. See that? That's it's like if you realize there's never failure in the kingdom. Yeah,
0: you know that's huge. There's never failure. That's it's huge. It's like
1: even if even if you totally yeah. missed it, that is not a failure. Yeah, because what you did was risk it. Yeah, you risk that's it. Good. You know when you risk it, that that's for the Father. Yeah, he's going yes.
0: Yeah, yes he yeah. went
1: for it. Now yeah. let's talk about that. Let's yeah. learn. Why yeah. you thought you heard me, but you went ahead yeah. of me or whatever it was, yeah. you know? So I, I just think some of those things, it's like in your 20s, you know, some some people, it happens in their teens too. Right. Like you're learning to hear the father's voice yeah. and you're learning, you're letting your heart get molded and matured. Yeah. And there's no fast track yeah. to that. And I, I mean, honestly, I still feel like I, I, I'm learning and learning. Yeah. And I, I look at Happy and Die who are in their 70s. Right.
0: Better at seventy they're, is what I'm thinking, man.
1: Yeah, but they're still learning. Oh yeah. They're still letting themselves be molded. Yeah. They're letting they're still letting God convict their heart and yeah. mold and and kind of purify, yeah. you know? And so it's like you never stop that process. And if you can realize that uh, that's the ones that are, the young ones that I, I say are mature beyond their years, yeah, it's they it's not that they don't make mistakes. It's yeah. not that they don't do sometimes immature things, it's right. that how they respond to the mistake. Yeah. And will they let God, correct yeah. them. We'll let that somebody else correct
0: them. Right, and that's the huge part. Correction. Yeah. yeah, there's there's a thing that I've been I've been kind of toying with and I'll aired air it out on the podcast and in the news. Not everyone's called to be a father and mother of a house. Some of us are called to be older brothers and older sisters for the rest of our life. Because mm-hmm. there's conversations that you have with your siblings that you'll never have with your parents. There's conversations you have with your parents you'll never have with your siblings. But one of the big things, I think, that I'm learning, right? So I've been in other churches. I'm, I'm here, I believe... Probably for the rest of my life. Um, is there so many older brothers like you that we can all? I can look at and be like, okay, I don't want to make your mistake. <laughs> How do I? You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's that thing where like, will you let older brothers know? It's like, uh, hey, hey, bro, that doesn't work here. Mm-hmm. There's such like a resistance to that. I feel like when it comes to just anybody, that if someone says like, hey, let's not. What do you think that is? Is it trouble with correction? Is it trouble with discipline? Is it not understanding the Father's love from that person? Why is there always that tension, I feel like? I mean, there's not always one, but I feel like it, it comes up more. Where people are like, well, no, they can't tell me what to do kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. What do you think that is? If you
1: can't take correction, that's an orphan spirit. Dang. It. Yeah. And I'll just say it from anyone. Yeah, wow. Like, it could be a non-Christian. Wow. If you can't receive correction, yeah, you need to go deeper in
0: your sonship. Uh-oh. Like it's true though. It's <laughs> if like I had a hot button. Yeah. I just start pressing it and it, just letting if it
1: when someone even if it's not true, see, even if someone says something that's a total lie mm-hmm. about you, if it makes you rise up and get anger and da da da, I mean it's just your level of yeah. It's your level of sonship because yeah. if you're like, well, that's not who I am, yeah, then it shouldn't. and I'm, oh, I'm sorry you, I'm sorry you believe yeah. that. Now there's again, there's times where someone has come to me and says, "You've done this, 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 I, I didn't like this, 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 you know, and there's times, I don't know. it's like I've um, I knew I'd matured because I was like, well, I'm sorry you believe that. Yeah. that's been your experience. Um, let's talk more, yeah. um, but I don't agree with you, and yeah. here's why. Now there's other times <laughs> that someone says all those things and I'm like, how da-, dare, you know? <laughs> how dare you? I know, you know, you, you just like, thank you. And then you go and yell in your office yeah, right, or right. In home and in the car, whatever, yeah. you know, it's like, how could they think, you know, yeah. so I'm growing, I'm learning. Yeah. But to me, like our emotions, are mm. point, our emotions point to yeah. where our heart really is. Yeah. That's and so good, and they're, they're, such a, they're such a great informer. Some, yeah, some of us unfortunately are, are I don't know, directed by our emotions, yeah. so we, we let our yeah. emotions drive everything, right? Yeah, so but if we can let them, they're a great barometer, yeah. Like, hey, that person just you know shared some constructive feedback with yeah. me, and that was really hard for me to take, yeah. You know, maybe I don't respect them, maybe or whatever, but yeah. that should not matter, yeah. You know, I don't know, so. My, my first answer would be your level of sonship is how you respond to any correction. Wow. Now, again, it doesn't mean you let everybody correct you. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, or yeah. let everybody into your life at the same doesn't level. It everyone speaks into your heart. That's right.
0: Yeah. I think the big thing that I've learned is, so I've had the same thing. People come say things. I'm like, okay, like, I'm sorry that's your experience, but I'll take them to people and say, someone said they're experiencing me this way is there validity to this? Are you seeing this? And sometimes it's like, actually, yeah, I kind of, I can Mm. see where they're coming from. Or it's like, actually, you shouldn't believe that. Yeah. And that's again, where I think it's...
1: Counsel the saints right there. Yeah. Yeah. I I
0: think it's huge that like, as sons, we allow other sons and daughters to be like, again, anybody can correct you. Anybody can say anything. But it's taking them to people and being like, Daniel, do you see this? Mm -hmm. And you being like, yeah, actually I do, man. Or no, I don't. But I can see why they would think that. Yeah. Like one of the things that one of my interns and I are talking about is uh, pride versus confidence. Hmm. Confident people, for some reason, the kingdom come off as prideful, and we've gotten we're, we're discussing and, and we've got like it's a heart thing. You can tell when someone's heart is like you're not confident, you're being cocky, mm-hmm. or you're not being you're not being passionate, you're being prideful. Yeah. It's like a heart posture. Yeah. But sometimes you don't know what your heart posture is until someone goes, uh, "That's not right." Yeah. And I think growing as sons and daughters the thing that you're hitting on, which it's such a big generic topic. We could talk about this for days. Long time, yeah. Yeah. Is now you're getting into a place of community. And I think orphans only know individual. Yeah. They only know I. Yeah. Sons know community. Right. Sons know the kingdom. Yeah. Daughters know the kingdom.
1: Well, sons, you know, they look for where they can add value. Yeah. And where they can add love. And, you know, like the honor portion... It's like they're looking for places to give, mm. you know, That's and good. to not receive. Like orphans, orphan spirit wants independence. Where can I get? Yeah. What if I do something for you? It's because I want to get something right. from you, you know. And it's subtle. It it's like sometimes you don't even realize. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I just uh, did I, that. So I, that <laughs> right, they would right, say right. this, and oh, I'm sorry, Lord. Yeah. And repentance is so good. Yeah. Like repentance is not like beating yourself up. It's right. It's saying. I'm sorry, Lord. Like, mm-hmm. I I just did that out of a wrong motive. Yeah. And, you know, he's already forgiven me. Right. So, you know what yeah. I mean? But anyway. Yeah.
0: I think it's huge. I think it's... So, prime example, this just happened at midsize. I got a word of knowledge about someone's thyroid, but I didn't feel confident that I heard the Lord, so I didn't say it, right? So, Mike happens to call someone up for, oh, we're going to do a healing model. Well, guess what her issue was? Thyroid. Boom. So, I'm sitting there standing there. I'm like, I could have said that. Yeah, I'm like, Lord, this faith would have rose in the room. And he's like, faith (laughs) is still in the room because I'm here. Yeah. He's like, so what I'm going to have you do is you're actually going to go apologize to that Mm. person. And I was like, what? (laughs) Like, no. So we get done with ministry. And I said, hey, ma'am, I got this word of knowledge. I wasn't confident that I heard God. I didn't say it. Would you forgive me? She just started weeping. Wow. Hugged me and let me pray for her. I completely whiffed it. Yeah. I mean, I literally didn't say anything. Yeah, (laughs) right. And... But how you responded. So it's so what you said. Like, I didn't even put that in perspective. So you yeah. just said that. It's like, I realized just now, I'm like, oh, I've grown in that area.
1: Yeah. The father's correction. And you you, you know? were obedient to, he's like, yeah. Like, see, father doesn't just want to like correct you. He wants For to the grow sake of you. correcting you. Yeah, yeah. He wants he wants to get to the root mm-hmm. so that the next time yeah. the response is different. Yeah. You know? And I just wanted to hit on just the, you know, the arrogance versus yeah. confidence. Cause yeah, yeah. I, you know, into interesting, like in the new role that I'm stepping into. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, it, there's, I used to look at these people and sometimes they were from Bethel, true, yeah. true I love, and I, you know. Legends. Yeah, legends basically. <laughs> um, but there was this one guy. Yeah. And I went to this conference and the, like the first session, yeah. he just came across so arrogant. Wow. And I was just like, oh, I just couldn't, I couldn't, it just rubbed me the wrong way. yeah. But by the end of it, I realized it was confidence. Yeah, he was just so confident. Yeah, um, in what God would do, mm. and God did. Yeah. Now I, I'm not. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like yeah. there there is such a fine line. There's always a counterfeit. Yeah, that's I, I what know. we've
0: gotten to. Is like there's yeah. this fine line. It's a fine line that like you step from confident to arrogant, but oftentimes confidence is just thrown in the mix as arrogant. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. But I, it's it's interesting because like as I've been going through this process, um, you know, stepping in. I guess I should just say it.
0: I mean, you can say if you say it, it's not me. You the say School it. of Kingdom Ministry
1: S- Director yes. D Goo Yo. is running the School of Kingdom Ministry now. I'm very excited. So hype for you, bro! Uh, it's been a journey, but it, has. it was a very fast journey, very quick. But <laughs> it was a sprint. <laughs> to now a marathon. <laughs> yes, um, but I don't know. It, it's like the the process, you know. I, I guess I'll just tell the school, uh, tell the little bit of yeah. the story. Like I'm walking, praying, and I hear the Lord saying, you can lead the school. Mm. You know, you can't now, you, not you will, but you can yeah. like, there needed to be a yes. An agreement. An agreement. Yeah. You know, he, so basically he's giving me this invitation. Yeah. And then, you know, then there's this invitation for me to share with the, right. you know, uh, one of our senior pastors and I'm fighting, yeah. like we're yeah, talking yeah. about something t- totally different. Right, right. Um. And God's like, share it. I'm like, no, I'm not gonna share. It. Share. It. No, I, I don't know if you've ever wrestled, you know, with. I love a lot of people that are like,
0: and I never. I just went around like, dude, I argue with Back the Lord and internally all more the
1: time. Finally, I say it like, hey, I can help with the school, yeah. and then it kind of confirms like, uh, what they've been feeling. What they've been yeah. feeling, and so anyway,
0: and then all of us are like,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. So th- all this journey, and it's like, I've had a lot of really great. Feedback and very encouraging words and all this. But I also know there's this swirling doubt. Can Mm -hmm. I do this? Yeah. Um, and I know I know there are some people that have been silent, i haven't said anything because they probably go, I don't know. I don't know about Daniel, you know. Um, I don't know why I just went southern there. I don't know about (laughs) Daniel. I don't
0: know about that Daniel (laughs) Gulet.
1: But okay, so there's this weird thing that it's like, you know what? but i i am confident that god god yeah. has called me this i'm confident that he's going to give me everything i need and it's like the confidence yeah. is not in myself yeah the confidence is in god like yeah. and if i know if he called he, you know he qualifies the call right yeah. he doesn't call yeah. the qualified yeah. you know we've heard that over and over but i feel like confidence is in him is is essential as yeah. a son yeah like the more confidence you have in him, his yeah. love, his yeah. what he says about you, yeah. it it really is about. I mean, I yeah. guess you could call this faith, yeah. trust. Yeah, it's all the same thing. But maybe the more modern word that we use, we see yeah in the secular world, you yeah. know, is confidence. Confidence, like yeah. Anyway, they're they're so close though.
0: But I think the I think the great part is the people around you. I would say the people that. Have either gone through the school or are pursuing? We're all pursuing the same thing. Have been like Daniel. This is you, and I think that's a huge part to realize confidence versus arrogance. I think arrogance is saying I can do it when everyone everyone around you is going like, oh, dude, don't do that. Yeah. But when everyone's cheering you on, I mean, I literally sent a text out of the blue to you. I was like, yeah. I don't know, how I'm supposed to tell you this, but yeah. But I, it's was like, it was encouraging. But it's like, oh yeah, I am like he sees it, she sees it. Like this is what I'm supposed affirming. To do. Yeah. Yeah, and I think. I think where it becomes arrogance when no one affirms it. I think that's scary cuz now yeah. you're being self assured. Yeah. And it's like uh like yeah. Like I I want people around me to be like when I do something crazy I want Danny I want you to be like dude, let's go. This is you, bro. Yeah. When someone See, says it's not you? Okay. Yeah. Orphan no.
1: spirit says, you know, I can make my own way and yeah. I have to make my own way. Yeah. And if I, have I don't, to. Yeah. and if I don't make my own way, yeah, I'll never, I'm, su- I'm yeah, never yeah. going to succeed. Yeah. I'm never going to, it's this competitive, you yeah. know, rival, it's like a rivalry. And I'm, I'm just saying, I'll, if anybody is experiencing this, yeah. you know, that's listening, you know, in your workplace, even in your family, yeah, like in your family, mm. like fathers with their sons and their yeah. daughters, like, Uh, it, it happens. Like sometimes, you know, you, you grow up, but emotionally you don't, Don't, you know, so I don't know, like maybe this is speaking to you, but if it is speaking to you, there's such an opportunity. Yeah. Like the father is actually speaking to you right now just to say, Hey, and we can change that. Yeah. I'm going to transform you. I'm going to help you receive. So you never have to try to earn it, you know, anyway.
0: Well, I feel the Lord on that. And our time is, we've gone on for a little bit. It's okay. But I feel the Lord on that, actually, Dina. I think there are people listening, so I'm just gonna say, I think there's people listening who they didn't know what to call what they were feeling, and it was called an orphan spirit. They didn't know what they were going after, which is called sonship. And I think you have an authority for sure, because as you were talking about that, bro, I could just feel Holy Spirit, like, getting the goosebumps, like mm. the whole, like, this is the Lord. I just want you to, to pray over people, literally just break off that spirit, because um, I wanna hear testimonies of people, like, I listen to this podcast, Set it, it. jacked me up. We're we're going after the kingdom. So whatever you feel the Lord's saying right now, and then I'll close it after that. So whatever you want.
1: Yeah, just for those that listening, and you know, we talked about a lot of different things, but I I would just say your first step is honesty, and if you can acknowledge, it doesn't mean you have to like, you know, go into this agreement of oh I'm this terrible person that that is not what it is, but it's honesty and like, you know, hey I. I'm, I feel competitive all the time, or I compare myself all the time. You know, competitive is more kind of a, you know, you're very forceful, like kind of like that force, force of nature. Um, I would say comparison, they're kind of the same thing, but comparison is a little more, I, I think down on myself, like my self-worth, my value, I'm never going to amount to anything. I'm never going to, like, I think those two areas I, I sense really strongly that the Holy Spirit wants to break you free of those. And so I, I'm just going to pray over you. And, you know, maybe you're feeling, um, you know, you know maybe it's at your workplace, maybe it's with your family, maybe it's with your siblings or, or church members. Um, if you acknowledge that, the Lord is going to come and... See, let, let me just say this before I pray. The orphan spirit has to be displaced. It cannot... Um, it has to display, be displaced with the love of the Father. Like um, we are born with the orphan spirit. Mm-hmm. So it has to, the Father's love has to come and root it out and push it out. Um, it's not just, okay, orphan spirit's gone now, this <laughs> thing. It, it, the, the Father's love has to come. And so right now, uh, hey, wherever you are, um, if you're driving, don't take your hands off the wheel, but just receive. <laughs> <laughs> but Holy Spirit, I just thank you. Um, that you are the manifestation of the Father's love, that you are the hands and feet of Jesus, Holy Spirit, and you're going to come right now. And I just thank you for falling. I actually, I see this picture a lot, but I see this waterfall. It's like the, almost like a bucket over your head. And the Father's going to pour his love out on you. And it's going to start at the top because your mind is, is the mind of Christ, and those thoughts that have been attacking you are going to go in the name of Jesus, because you know what you're going to hear instead? You're going to hear the precious thoughts that he has about you. He's going You're going to hear, here's how I made you. Here's who you are. You're my beloved child. I died for you so that you could be free of this, and so that oil is just kind of running down your head over your ears, and I just sense, yeah, open those ears in Jesus' name, to hear the voice of the Father. You're going to hear a lot of voices in your mm-hmm. life, but the Father's voice is now going to open up. It's going to, There's going to be an increased level. And that oil is just kind of running down your heart. I feel it like all down my legs, down to my feet. Um, but I just want to kind of go back up to the heart. And so, Holy Spirit, right now, the Father's heart, uh, Lord, I just pray you pour your fiery love the fury of your love in into their heart. Right now, we just break off competition and comparison and rivalry and the uh, feelings of, of, of worthlessness. And I'm not going to amount to anything. All those words that have been maybe even spoken since they were a child, Lord, we just break those off in Jesus' name. I thank you, Lord, that they are fully loved and accepted in your name. Thank you, Jesus, that you paid. And I, I just feel like um, the Lord saying, don't close your eyes if you're driving, but um, you need to picture this in your mind that every wound on Jesus paid for this. Every, every by his stripes, you are healed. So every word of that negates what the Father thinks, every fiery uh, arrow of the enemy, the Lord paid for that with a stripe on his body. And so thank you by the, your blood we are healed, by your wounds we are healed, Lord. And so thank you, just cover their whole body in Jesus' name. We break that off. We break off everything, and we just tell orphan spirit, get out in Jesus' name.
0: Amen. Amen. Man, there was some heat on that prayer. (laughs) Amen. Well, Daniel, thank you so much for joining me today, bro. I sure. love you. I love talking with you. This is fun. Yeah. We will have to do this again very yeah, soon. For sure, thank man. you guys so much for listening. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share this with a friend if it blessed you. All we want to do is have everyday conversations everyday disciples. It's natural. It's supernatural. That's who we are. We love you guys. We will see you soon. Peace. Peace.